you engage people who have passion. First thing is they have to have passion with what you are doing. Because when they have passion, they have something to love other than the money. Hi, I'm Murtaz Versi, and this is Engage, Relate, Perform, the show that helps leaders and organizations drive long-term results by fostering relationships and enhancing engagement. If you're looking to seriously improve your team's performance while impacting lives and succeeding at driving long-term results, then this is the show for you. It doesn't matter that you already have that dream title or simply curious about how far you can challenge yourself. I'll be giving you practical tips, relevant commentary, and valuable insights about how you can engage and utilize relationships with talent, community, and other stakeholders around you to achieve the best results and help them stick long-term. Get all the latest information at mutazaversi.com forward slash port. Once again, it's M-U-R-T-A-Z-A-V-E-R-S-I dot com forward slash port. Founder of the Consumer Choice Awards Africa, formerly Tanzania Consumer Choice Award, Diana Lizer has a very engaging story to get to where she is. What entrepreneurs hasn't? And while we talk about teams, teamwork, and leading teams, we are going to explore today how we all, entrepreneurs and otherwise, can build support teams in our lives to build us up, support our dreams and cheer us on the success through and failures. Diana will share with us how important it is to have teams of people who empower you, empathize, and aid the journey to high achievement. Really quickly, I want to give you an amazing opportunity to download my very free, very useful, very much for you, ebook titled Engage, Relate, Perform, 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture. It is a 90-day effective guide to get you inspired, for your leadership journey daily. These are practical tips you can follow every day to guarantee you give and you get the best out of the existing relationships for long-term results. As I say, it takes 90 days to create a lifestyle. That's what culture means, a way of life. So if you want to do the work, but still enjoy the journey and above all, look forward to it day by day. Then go to mutazaversi.com forward slash point and download your copy of Engage, Relate, Perform. 90 days to conscious leadership and sustainable performance. Welcome, Diana. Thank you so much. So, Moja Komoja, give us a rundown of your journey thus far on how you have been able to build a supportive team to help you succeed. Thank you, Mr. Mutaza. Um, I'm privileged to join you in this podcast. I, as you explained, I founded Tanzania Consumer Choice Awards in the year 2019. So it's still on a startup level. We are on our third year. So I'll just I'll just take you through how how I was able to build a team in a, from the scratch, being like a total startup. Uh, but before I take you to that, I'll I'll, I'll point out um, major points or challenges that I faced during the the, the journey. Um, starting a, a big a big project with no funds. So I mean, any entrepreneur who's who's running a startup, this is one of the problems that they'll they'll come across. You see yourself, you have a vision, you see something that is big that will make it somewhere, but then on the ground you don't have the funds to to take you through. Now you have to build a team, and the team will require payments. So how are you able to build a team? with no funds and make the dream come true. So I, I believe that 
that's the major challenge that I faced, but um, I was able to do it. How I was able to do it, uh, first, I'm a person who utilizes every material or every resource that's around me. So the, 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 the challenge of uh, resources, of funds, I replaced it with the resources around me. This is including um, office space, you know, you, you utilize home, you, you have your home, you utilize it off. Yeah, this is including office, uh, office uh, equipment, you utilize a stationary where you can go and print your documents to the equipment. But I, I went with this as far as to um, team building. So the first people that have been a part of this project are the people that I personally knew, are people that I knew that if I invite you to this program, you know me, you know, there's a certain bond or trust or friendship and then I know you, I know your um, abilities. So I give, I bring you in on board according to your abilities. For instance, I know that you're a graduate, uh, a graduate maybe of PR and you still don't have a career and you're a friend and I would invite you like, you know what? Um, I know you have this I, through your knowledge, we can uh, incorporate and make this work. So I was able to build my team on a startup level through use, utilizing the resources around me, because around me, I know people who are event experts. Uh, around me, I know people who are uh, legal uh, legal experts. So, um, but the first thing is to get the right people, but then give them the reality. That's in my story. Give them the reality that, you know what, we're starting something that we don't know its future. We don't know, we don't know, um, we don't know how soon we're going to get the, 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 the money back, but surely this is the future of this. It's going to be a big thing. So that's how I was able to, to, to like bring them on board. I just gave them the full picture of who we are and what we are doing. And then because people like, you know, you'd find a challenge that not everyone you approach would buy into your idea. And that's really totally okay. But then to me, at least, 50% of those that I approached believed in the vision. So um, I started on 20, on the year 2019, I only had um, five people, including myself. So four and then I was fifth to work with. And then after the first project, now people saw the vision and they're like, okay, so this is something real. So I was able to, uh, to, to, to increase my team to 10 people. Um, and then usually the 10 people is not, um, the 10 people is like the permanent or the internal team that we work with the whole year long. But then we have a number of people that usually join the team when it's like in the peak, when it's finally close to the summit. So this year I've received a lot of requests. I've, I have a lot of requests from my LinkedIn email everywhere people are requesting to join uh, to join the team. Now the, the vision is even more clearer. So at this point, people are even willing to be volunteers, you know. So my, yeah, that's my, my story in building the team. Okay, awesome. Because people f believe that money can do everything, but I don't think money is everything only. There are things that you need to, you need to have a clear vision, which you said you had. And, you know, you have to have, people to believe in your vision. You're right, yeah. And, and and the question now comes in is, how did you make them believe? What were the things that you did to make them believe? Yeah, you know, the first project was organized for only three months. 
So uh, the first thing I did, I, I was clear. I, I just showed them the action plan. So this is the plan. This is what we'll do in September. This is what we'll do in October. And this is what we'll do in November. And this will be the impact in December. So um, the, what we agreed is that the profit that comes is what we will divide. That was on the first year. Because I couldn't promise that I'll pay you um, this amount. Then it happens that because I was the only source of funds I was of, of money I was, I was expecting was from the project. So if the project project doesn't work, you'll end up um, it, it to be a, a fight that I, I was not able to deliver what I promised. So the promise was in terms of percentage. So if the if the amount comes, we will divide in this percent. But then it still goes back to the fact that. I, as I explained earlier, that the people that I used, I utilized to build this project are the people who personally know me. It's it, they're my friends. I had a friend who who was a graduate um, for marketing, uh, sales and marketing. She had her job, so she was doing it as a part time and as volunteering. So she she was like, you know, even if it doesn't pay this year, I'll still chip in. Maybe next year it will pay. So you know, that's how it worked. I had a friend who was a graduate at HR. She joined me as well because by the time she had no engagement, so people are not doing it. People are just giving it like a, a, a room to. They are using it as a room that they will grow their professionalism. They will learn. So even when the first project was over, we did not get the profit, but the friendship did not die, you know, that, but then the trust on the project increased. So that's why on the, on the second year, because now the trust increased, now we have started having stakeholders supporting the, the project. Now there was light in the second year, we were able to, to give each other now uh, proper uh, memorandums of agreements that this is what we'll be, we'll be paying each other in the end and then in the end of the second project, we were able to really pay each other the way we promised to pay each other. Now, as the years go, the, the mode of payment changed. So last year's mode of payment has changed. This year, we have advanced a little bit more because they are also seeing the growth. So because the project is growing, we don't remain to the same way we were three years ago. Yeah. So actually, that's and how did you keep, manage to keep them together? Uh, they, they were close friends. Were you able to get a little more? The ten more that you're getting. How are you? Were they also close friends, or are they are people from other background who are seeing your dream now? On the first year, it was typically the people I know, but then on the second year, I started meeting people that I don't know, but uh, are specialized in in different fields. And even this year, we've uh, we've partnered and recruited more people that I don't know because some sometimes you you, you meet people on the way. And they fit your journey. I like that point. How do you know they fit your journey? How do you know they fit your journey? Um, it's quite easy. You you know you meet with a lot. Some you you work with for a weekend. You know this person we can't even work for a year. You know that this has to end. There are people people who fit in your journey are the people who speak your language, your business language. Huh? For instance, you're a punctual person. You like to go with time, and then you meet a person that clearly understands you. Like you know we've we've promised to have a meeting at two, and then at two exactly the person is there. They speak your business language. If you just give a, for instance, you just give an information, this is how it should be done. And this person takes it from there and, and does it. You know that this is the person I want to work. I want a team that um, is self-motivated. Um, I want a team that is uh, 
is efficient, is punctual. So you have your you have your 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 key priorities in how you need to work, in how you need to run your organization or your business. So you meet these people who match in the key priorities. You definitely know that these are the right people to work with. Right. That's 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 a great point to say. So it's about how your chemistry fits in and how they actually are executing what you plan or what you've agreed on. So keeping the promise is one of the major aspect of you identifying, uh, you know, uh, people who can work with you. Yes, right? delivery. That's that's a great, yeah. and delivery and keeping the promise of what they're going to deliver. Yes, sure. Which, which takes me to the next point then. You know, in teams, there are times where there are issues that needs to be discussed. There are issues that uh, are, they are in France, but they are business issues. How do you bring that? How do you bring that to the team, so that people work with it positively and get the results? You know, with me and my team, sometimes I feel like we work as friends. You know, though there are people that who are not my friends are already in the team, but we work as a family. I, I give them the feeling that the, you belong you belong to Consumer Choice Awards and Consumer Choice Awards is a part of you. Because now once when when they feel like they are family with the project, they they develop a bond with it. So any problem that comes, they feel like it's their problem. So we usually have open discussions that this is our challenge. You know, we have open discussions. This is our challenge. And um, you hear like... Uh, each one would give a suggestion in a view on maybe how we, we are going to like handle this. But then sometimes, but very rare, to in very critical matters, I handle them myself. But then once I've handled them, I, I definitely have to come and tell them, you know what, there was this challenge and I handled it. You get, but then we, we live as a family. That's how me and my team live because um, I, I want them to have the, sell, the sense of ownership because when they own something, they would love it and they would definitely give, give it their best. Awesome. Yes. And that's what we talk at Noesis. Uh, we talk about engaging so that you can engage with people and get to understand why they're wise and you're wise, but also in relates to them. Yes, right? sure. So it's not only about engaging, but it's about relating to them. Because when you do that, then you can drive sustainable results. Sure. Right? And so building that culture of team is very necessary for uh, startups, uh, especially initially. And it's inspiring to see that, you know, without anything, you can still do something. You can still impact lives. You can still impact lives right out there. So. It's nice to see that, you know, you build a team that looks like a family, feels like a family, uh, keeps promises, but also when there's a difficult situation, which you said clearly, is that, you know, we solve it together. Uh, and, and, and if it's really tough, then you do it yourself so that you resolve it, right, so that we can move on. Where do you see yourself now as leaders? What would you say to other, if we were to uh, take you back, right? And to say, okay, now you're going to start up again. You're going to go to the beginning of your journey. Are there things that you would do differently? Things that I did then. Um, let, I'll be honest. To me, my journey has been a part of my growth. So I would change nothing 
because if I change anything, perhaps there's a situation that gave me a lesson that has made me who I am now. So if I change anything there, probably I wouldn't be the Diana I am right now. But um, and also I would say, you know, most most people have the, I don't know, maybe it's the motivators or maybe it's uh, a, a, a personal perspective in people that you need to start out perfect. But to me, to me, my, my forever, um, how do I call this? My uh, my view, my view, my yes, my philosophy is that that's however imperfect. I'm a person who who uh, embraces growth. You know, you start very imperfect, but you need to grow. You need to see yourself change. So, to me, if someone tells me I want to start a business and they are not even ready. They don't even have the resources. So long as you you know your vision, so long as you have the action action plan, I would definitely support you. Definitely, I would be like, go for it, because every billionaire up there was once um, a normal person, was once a poor person. So I embrace growth in every way possible. Fantastic! I think uh, that was fascinating in what you've just said, and you know. Uh, I do believe that each and every one of us have been strengthened in one way or the other by your approach and your startup. And I'm and I'm hoping that uh, all those who are going to listen to this uh, podcast are going to get inspiration uh, from you to say where we are and you know where you came from, where you are, and how you're taking up things to the next level. Um, so it's really appreciative, and I really want to thank you. But before we end, Tana, I've got a, we've got a ritual. We've got a three-point ritual. Okay, the first ritual is uh, I had a podcast with uh, another guest earlier today. Uh, his name was um, Abdurrahman Hussein. He's the head of uh, cybersecurity service in Softec. And when he finished, I asked him the same ritual question, and he asked. How do you best engage others uh, when it comes to service? It is very easy um, to lead or to give orders to people under your um, supervision, for example, if you're in, an, in, a, in a corporate setting or in a work setting. Um, but how do you engage people to then do the service? How do you engage people to put in maximum effort? It's all about chemistry, people who you align with. So if it's a community service, definitely it's something that the people you need to work with uh, don't have to be the people who are looking at um, at money in return as a, as a way of value. So definitely you 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 need to meet people who have the same passion as you are. If you're saving the community, people should know that saving the community you you, you don't have to to like um, to expect money in return, even though. We know you need to get money, but then you don't. You, you need to work with people whose interests are not manifest. But actually, even in my project, that's the same kind of people I started working with. So um, after engaging, you engage people who have passion. First thing is they have to have passion with what you are doing, because when they have passion, they have something to love other than the money. So they'll be there because of that thing that they love. Okay. Okay. And the money can come in the future, but if you engage people who don't have the passion, then you definitely have to um, motivate them with 
the incentives, you know. So it depends. It really, it's, it really depends with the um, with the service you're providing. But then, first thing is to, to consider while engaging these people is the how compatible are you? Like, are you both passionate? Are you both uh, willing to volunteer? On what level? And then that's the kind of people you can engage. Awesome, great. So let's go to the second ritual that we have. The second ritual is I want you to ask a question to the next guest, just like the way I posed a question to you. I want you to pose a question to the next guest. We're going to ask. In engaging people in doing whatever it is that you're doing, what are the lines of what you should involve them in and what you shouldn't involve them in? Awesome. Right. Uh, for the last, uh, the last ritual is I'm giving you 30 seconds. Uh, tell the world. Tell the world about your philosophy, about what you want uh, them to know about you, what you want to uh, engage with them. Engage with them in any way you want. And you have 30 seconds to do that. All right. My name is Diana Liza, founder for Consumer Choice Awards Africa. I believe in imperfection. I believe in making mistakes because the mistakes are what makes us perfect in who we are. I'm a person who believes in growing and starting from a small stage uh, to a, to a bigger to a bigger success. So definitely, I want to to encourage everyone out there who's looking forward to do a startup that it is possible. It has been done. It can be done. Also, take a, a moment to follow up on Consumer Choice Awards Africa because we believe that we can make the, uh, we can make a change and a difference to the world and the continent in general. Awesome. So that was for you, Diana Lyser. She was uh, joined us today for the Engage, Relate and Perform and she brilliantly put up how to build a team as a startup and how to that, get that team to deliver and grow with your dreams. Thank you very much for listening and see you next week. Until uh, next week, keep engaging, relating and performing. Merci beaucoup. You've been listening to Engage, Relate, Perform, hosted by me, Mutraza Bersi. Make sure you've subscribed to this show so you don't miss a single episode. And be sure to visit mutrazabersi.com forward slash pod to download all the resources, show notes, and all the freebies mentioned in this episode, including your copy of my highly effective ebook, Engage, Relate, Perform, 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture, plus extras just for subscribe. Once again, Go to matazaversi.com forward slash porn and get everything you need. And we'll be back next week for more Engage, Relate, Perform.